Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. This is the music to the following on podcast. A very eventful opening day to the final test match of England's tour of India. They're in Ahmedabad again, of course. Uh, India closed on 24 for one in reply to England's 205. I'm Mark Nicholas. And over the next 20 minutes or so, we'll have Darren Goff, Steve Harmison and Gareth Batty with me reviewing all the major talking points, such as where did it go wrong with the bat for England? Was it the right choice playing just one recognised seamer? And uh, we'll also get reaction from the England camp. So there's plenty to get stuck into. Yep, you're listening to Following On. Tapping your feet there, Goffey. You like this music like I do, I don't do, you? yeah, yeah. I don't mind music this. lifts the spirit, whatever the scoreboard says. Well, I'll put it in the England dressing room tonight. Because <laughs> after that batting display, they'll need some lifting. Absolutely. I always question, you know, Mark, um, uh, coming back from it after the last Test match where England were atrocious, weren't they? I mean, the last two Test matches. To come back after two drubbings like that, it was always going to be difficult. But to win the toss today, the players in that dressing room must have been, wow, we've got a great opportunity. It looks a better pitch than the last two we've played on. We've got the best use of this pitch. And then to go out there and be dismissed for 205, dear me. Are you as critical, Gareth? Yeah, I think it, you, you never know until both sides have, have batted on the surface or balled on the surface, whichever view you want to take. But um, from what we've seen, it, it looked like a, a better surface than balled out uh, in 70 overs and um, a couple of the dis- dismissals would be questioned in, in certain quarters. But um, yeah, you, you can't really judge until both have. But it looked to me like it was a 300 pitch uh, minimum batting first, possibly even 400. Well, we've got Ben Stokes available right now, guys. So I'm going to put you on hold and go across to Ben. Ben, can you hear me? Yeah, mate. How you doing? Yeah, very good. Very good. Thank you. Thanks for coming to talk to us. Uh, a, a strange day. Firstly, the pitch, Ben, because we got the impression it was a pretty good one, offering something to everybody. Is that about right? Um, yeah, certainly. Probably, I think it's it's one of the um, the better ones we've had this series. Um, 
you know, I think obviously we felt like that we should still be batting um, on a wicket like that. You know, obviously, I think it offered actually a little bit with the new ball at the start. But once that sticky tackiness sort of um, went away, it felt quite a nice pace pitch. But, you know, we're out of the subcontinent, so some balls are going to spin and bounce. But, um, yeah, I think looking back on it, we'll be disappointed that we're not still batting. Yeah, do you think that that, that perhaps... A lack of confidence after the last two test match haunts is, haunts some of the players, even if it's sort of subconscious. <laughs> yeah, I guess you can say that. Um, you know, it's it's. I guess it, it's an easy thing to say to just sort of forget about what's happened in the in the past and and only concentrate what's ahead of you. But um, yeah, I mean, it can be difficult sometimes coming into a sort of better wicket, I guess. But look, we're all. You know, we're all at the top level here at cricket and I think we all know as a batting group and as a team that when you get an opportunity, um, especially winning the toss and batting first on a wicket like this here in India, you've got to capitalise on that and unfortunately we haven't been able to do that. Yeah, I mean, uh, Joe talked a lot about the need to be confident and positive um, in looking to score and and as as we're discussing, that isn't necessarily that easy and India bowled very tidy today. I mean, you spent a lot of time out there yourself. There weren't that many sort of, you know, rank opportunities, half volleys or shortish balls to pick off either. No, I think you, the way that we wanted to go about it was to be a little bit more positive. And, you know, I think um, the great thing about what we've said to each other as a batting group is that you've got the backing of the, the dressing room. You know, look at how Zach um, wanted to approach his, um, his innings today. You know, some people probably say what a stupid shot, but you guys are the ones who say cricket um, batting's about scoring runs. So he's tried to score runs, but unfortunately his execution wasn't... Um, you know, what was needed on that occasion. But he wanted to go out and, and you know, take the positive route. And, and all. But, you know, being 30 for three, you sort of have to reassess after the start that we had and sort of look to build up towards 250, 300, which um, me and Popey and were trying to do. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're a bit disappointed that we didn't yeah. manage to get close well, to 300. We could certainly see the disappointment on your own face. You played pretty well. Um began to time the ball sweetly. Um, we've tried to explain at length how hard it is now to defend against spin with DRS playing such a major role in the game. But you you, you felt and looked pretty organised, I thought. I don't think it's DRS that makes it hard to defend. I think it's the fact that one rags and one spins straight. So that's um, that's probably harder than any DRS. Um, right. But yeah, no, look, felt felt all right. felt good today. Um, yeah. I was very disappointed I'd spent two and a half hours out there, you know, playing for the one that skids on and I end up getting out LB to the one that skids on. So I was quite frustrated with that. Very, very. Dan Lawrence did well, I thought, really well. Yeah, brilliant. To, um, you know, with, with having such a versatile player like Dan in our squad, um, it, it's a great thing to have when you want to play that extra batter. Um, Spoons actually told me when he spoke to him, he said, look, mate, I know this isn't where you want to be batting, but this is where we need you. And he just said, I don't care when I'm back and I'm playing. So for a young kid to have that attitude and the willingness to want to play wherever that is, it's a great attribute to have. Um, and he definitely doesn't lack confidence. Um, so, yeah, I was very pleased to see him play the way that mm. um, we've come to know him. Um, and he really went out and expressed himself and thought he played a really good hand. Yeah, he did, yeah. Um, ben, finally, <laughs> first time you've used the new ball for England at the start of the innings. You've taken it as a second new ball, but first time with the new ball. Um, how are you? How's the body? And, and, and how do you feel of being picked at Jimmy Anderson's partner? 
Yeah, I did say to Rudy, if you could let me open the bowling just so I can tell my grandkids I open a Jimmy. Um, <laughs> so I think I pulled his arm a little bit there, to be honest. Um, no, but it's just one of those things where it was like like two, three overs, see if the ball swings, because uh, I got the ball to swing nicely this morning with the new ball. Um, and then sort of as soon as that threat felt like it went away, obviously then we turned to our spinners. So um, I'm not going to lie, actually, I was a little bit nervous with my first couple of balls with the new pill. Um, <laughs> something I've never done for England before, but um, yeah. So the answer to that last question, it can definitely, Steve Harmison from, the, from Ben's neck, neck of the woods, you can, you can take over the answer to that. Can England work with, with 200? Uh, is there enough in the pitch? And, and it does look to us as if it'll continue to deteriorate a bit, but not quite so dramatically as the last two. No, not as dramatically as the last two. And I think, I think it comes down to how well England bowl. Goffey mentioned early on, on how well India bowl. But I think England helped that by the way England batted. I think... You know, England were uh, India were allowed to bowl well because England every time England seemed to put up some resistance, the lack of concentration, poor shot selection, or pure pure execution, really sort of let them down, which let India back in and give them a little bit more of a boost and a lift. So, look, you got 200 runs on the board. You you always say you know your your scoreboard pressure at this minute in time. You know, they're, they're the ones with the runs on the board. But for me, it doesn't look anywhere near enough on the surface that we've got here. Probably another good day to bat on tomorrow. And then you'll start to see it dis- deteriorate. And if in- India are still batting by this time tomorrow night, then I think there's only one winner. And that's potentially 3-1 for India. Okay, um, let, let's get into a bit more detail. Um, the attitude with the bat. Ben you know, agreed that they were trying to be more positive and then said, it's you guys that say you've got to be out there looking to score. Um, uh, And, uh, you know, looking to score is the way to bat. If you rely wholly on defence, particularly whatever he says, the fact is DRS has made defending more difficult. Um, But he did point out that one going square and one going straight on is difficult. Yeah, and, it, and it, in some ways that makes it easier for the spinners that uh, all you've got to do is just bowl it in the same sort of area and you've got natural variation from the surface. Uh, so at some point you have to put some kind of pressure back on these guys where they just, you know, we're playing at the, the top level. They're not going to miss um, the area that they have to hit. Let's say it's an A3 piece of paper. They, they miss it front edge, back edge. That's not a lot to work with. So you have to somehow put them under some form of pressure and we saw signs of it. We saw Ollie Pope getting forward and back and then getting the odd wider ball of the stump. So, I mean, only fractionally. We're only talking an inch wider, but it's enough to work with. Um, but India just kept coming back when we had some kind of resistance. They came back at us. And I, th- I think the big one for me was Johnny Bairstow's line call on the umpire's right to give it out. But it, we, we showed on review that it was only just clipping. And then Pope, we had another partnership starting to evolve. And that was sort of another freakish sort of dismissal. Had one of those partnerships just... Uh, expanded another hour, would we have had a bit more of the rub of the green as, of a team and allow everything just to settle in a bit more and would we be in a better situation? Hindsight is a wonderful thing. I, I, I think the intent was right. The odd bit of execution, not perfect, but like Ben said, to an extent, sometimes you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, when some skid and you're not meaning it to and some spin when it's not meaning to. Um, I, I think w- what he was saying, though, about Zach Crawley, I think he got it wrong, though, Ben, there. Um, because, yeah, I like the intent. There's nothing wrong with it. But if you're not going to get to the pitch, you can't go through with a shot and try and hit it to uh, whether it be straight or whether it be to mid-on. 
um, against the spin. So I think that was Zach Crawley's biggest problem there. Is but he did. He got the execution of that shot wrong. He should have just. He, he realised he wasn't going to get to the pitch. He gambled by trying to hit through it, and he got nowhere near it. And that was the start of it, wasn't it? I actually it, thought. Panic. Sorry, sorry, Darren. I actually thought it was Zach. I actually thought the situation did for Zach because he came down the wicket second or third ball of the over. Um, came down the wicket third ball of the over. Came down the wicket, fourth ball of the over. And you could just see, and we've all been on the field, haven't we? When your fielders are, and you're not sure, the batsman's not sure what he's doing. And there's a little cheer in the, the field, and the, the atmosphere gets a little bit heavier. And you one oh, more, something's going to happen here. And even Rishi Pant said, something's going to happen here. And then to not just see the over out showed he's, he saw a little bit of naivety and a bit of experience. And Ben's trying to say, yes, he was poor execution, but his mindset was right. Well, actually, in Test Match Cricket, the mindset there was, right, let's just get the end of the over, have a chat with my partner, come back two minutes later, and then next time I'll make sure I'll get to the pitch of the ball and then I'll hit him over the top. I think he's the, 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 the muddled thinking got to, and the occasion got to Zach Crawley there. I think what Ben's saying is, though, if that ball, he decides to stay in the crease and do as you said, and it zips in and hits him on the pad and he's at LBW, he goes, oh, bloody no, 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 Nothing again. wrong with coming around the wicket. Nothing, nothing wrong with coming down the wicket. But just because you come out your crease, bats, and you should know this as a spinner, just because you come out, somebody comes at you, it doesn't mean they have to hit it for six. It might have been a tail ender's response, me and Army, we're coming down the wicket, we're coming down to try and hit a six or a four. Right, but an opening batsman at international level, if you're coming down the wicket and he's, oh, I'm not quite there, what's my plan B? And he just defends it and keeps it out. But he didn't, he went through with the shot and he was nowhere near it. Absolutely nowhere near it, and it was a poor shot. He's got to admit that, surely. If we're going to talk about, he's admitted that 205 is not good enough, I think we all agree on. But one thing I want to say again, and I'm just touching on what I said, India today, for me, that's the best of bold as a team. That's the best of bold as a team in the whole series. And that might sound daft to a lot of people. But we're talking about the seamers were magnificent. I thought they were excellent when they were to use the new ball. What we're going in, when we're going out. And then the two spinners together on a pitch that didn't offer as much as the others pitches they played on. They were excellent. They were excellent today, India. A proper, proper bowling performance. To add to that, the fifth ball of Sunday got the got the best player out on the day, fifty five LBW. It's yeah. all married up, hasn't it? Exactly yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Just best to remind Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. 
The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. This is the following on podcast at the close of play after the first day's play from Ahmedabad. England bowled out for 205 and India 24 for one in response. Steve Harmison, Gareth Baddy and uh, Darren Goff are with me and we're just running through the day. Um, one tries to see him. He took the mickey out of himself really a bit saying he was nervous and wanted to tell his kids he'd played with Jimmy Anderson. Uh, you know, how on earth could England have got another spinner in the side given it's proved worthy uh, worthy or right to have chosen Dan Lawrence at number seven? Anybody who will speak up on that sub- I, subject? I personally think they should have had another seamer. Um, I don't agree with Darren on the wokes or the current. I think if you're going to go overseas and play on these flat wickets, you need a little bit of oomph. So that's the reason Archer's there. That's the reason Woke, uh, Wood's there. That's the reason Stone's there. So we've talked heavily in the last three or four winters. When we go, when we go on the subcontinent or you know, the Southern Hemisphere on these flat wickets, Broad and Anderson now can't play it together. Well, if you're saying that, Wokes is thrown into that. He's average after. And this is not me having a go at Chris Wokes, by the way. This is just team balance. For me, you needed another seamer who had a little bit of little bit of oomph, a, w- a wood or a stone, because Archer was out, and try and get something out of nothing. It's and the ball with the new ball army. That's yeah, all well, they're going to do. As Bats has said, the spin's going to be the guys who get at most wickets. It was to ball with a new ball. We've had good carry. We don't need an Archer. We don't need a wood. We don't need a stone on this pitch. It's proved, but that's as good a pitch you want to ball. If you're going to go to India, you're going to go to Pakistan or Sri Lanka, and you get a pitch like that as a fast bowler, you're over the moon. Tomorrow afternoon, Darren. You're over the moon. I'm not. Spinners I, are going to be bowling tomorrow afternoon, Army. Tomorrow afternoon. But the way these guys play a spin, so you've got Rohit Sharma's batting at lunchtime tomorrow. Well, they did play well the in, last game. In, Joe Root got five for eight. Yeah, but he's seen the surface to play it on. This is a completely different surface. It won't be on day the, two and day three. You wait tomorrow afternoon after lunchtime. If Coley and Sharma are in, our spinners... It's not again. It's not a negative thing against our spinners. These players spin like you'd not believe. This is their back garden. So you're going to have a passage where Jack Leach becomes redundant. Don Bess is not bowling as well and going for runs. Oh, well, we might as well play five seamers. You then. need a you need a seamer that can get you a wicket out of nothing. Out of some, uh, just just make something happen. That's not Jimmy Anderson. That's not Chris Wokes. That's not. Stuart Broad. That's why you've got Joffre Archer, Mark Wood and Ollie Stone. You needed one of them in the team and for me, that was where England have, have made the mistake. They picked the extra batsman. Yeah, Dan Lawrence batted beautifully, to be fair. He batted brilliantly. But I still believe that you need some extra pace on a wicket, which you know, potentially you, know, you need something out of nothing. And that, for me, was one of the two fast lads today. Six all, tiebreaker. Um, my head's going back and forth. Gareth Batty. I think if you take the 45, uh, 46 that uh, Lawrence got out of it uh, in the innings here, 
we're in real dire straits there at uh, one one fifty five all out. And the same walks wouldn't have got any runs at seven. Walks is or in Sam England. Curran. Walks is in England. Sam Curran's in. Uh, they weren't up for selection, so I don't think we can bring <laughs> them into it. We've already said that um, we're going to e- either agree to disagree or whatever on the whole. Um, people going home and rotation. That's happening. We can't fight that. F- but from what was up for selection, the forty six that he got today, Lawrence, is a crucial, crucial amount of runs. It is though, bats. We can't just look and say, right, I'm going to have a batsman. If seven batsmen can't get you enough runs, well then, you know, for me, you, you've got the wrong batsman in the team. If Dan, if you wanted Dan Lawrence in and you're talking about 47, 47, 46 runs you got and you wanted that Lawrence in, you pick him as one of your batsmen. You pick him yeah. as a top order batsman. You do not, you have enough bowlers to win you, to get your 20 wickets for I me. I think there was a, okay, so my view is we should have had a specialist bowler. You can't go into a test match with three specialist bowlers, right? So that's point one. Point two, I, I think Lawrence was a good choice for the match because he doesn't have traffic, right? I, I think that he, he was a good choice because he was, he's clear in his head about how he wants to impose himself on the match, that light little cockiness of youth. And I think that was a very good thing for England to have in the side. The problem is they didn't know how to get it in the side because they want to back the guys at the top front three. They don't want to bid them after a game or two. Well, so, they, they so, would... But really, I think Lawrence should have been playing at the top of the order, oh. and uh, and an all rounder or another bowler should have. That's what I think. But <laughs> no, that's a slightly different issue. I agree with you. Uh, but the only way they could have done that, and this would have been, we'd have been talking about it all day, was to drop uh, folks and put Bearstow back to seven and keep wicket and put Lawrence back to three. That's the only other way they could have well, done it, or, and then or, that would have caused well. Mayhem. There was another way, which is very cruel, but actually. I, I'm afraid I'd have left Sibley out. I, I think that best I should have opened. Lawrence should have batted at three because I, I think Sibley has shown he's struggling and needs to learn. Against, against spin, yeah. And, and so that, that would have been my particular way of dealing with it because I think dropping folks now would just be ridiculous and they'd be the laughing stock. And actually, yeah. folks play spin very well himself. Uh, you know, uh, um, they agree. So, Anyway, there we go. Very interesting discussion. Guys, let's just, we've got time to turn our attention to tomorrow. Harmy touched on it, but um, it's, it's going to, the fact is, going to be another mighty effort from Jack Lynch, uh, Jack Leach, but Dom Bess has got to bowl well. Now, we saw a couple of things this evening I just want to talk about before we go. Firstly, we saw Dom Bess bowl some really good balls, particularly at Rohit Sharma, who's a hard guy to bowl to. And some really bad balls. Two horrible long hops that went down the leg side. Were they the signs that he's a man nervous? Or was he just nervous because it's a, he, he's nervous and he'll settle down tomorrow? Or was he going to, you know, tell us. Please, Gareth, explain. 100% nervous. I think you bang on there. Um, now, will, will they settle down? Had those balls have disappeared into the ground, the bad ones, into the outfield uh, for, for fours and sixes, then he would be coming into uh, tomorrow even more nervous. Because they haven't and because he hit uh, Sharma at the top of the thigh pad and brought the, the fielding catches you know, into play a little bit and a little bit of buzz around, you, you kind of walk away 50-50. Now, if in his first one or two overs, they target him and tech him and he bowls a few bad ones, then he could go downhill pretty quickly. But if he can just get into the game and if, he, if they can miss out on those bad ones and he gets a wicket I, from somewhere, you're in business. I, I know Goff is going to say they're going to target him tomorrow. Absolutely. It's going to differ tonight. I don't think survival. that's a bad thing. I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I do. But I think tonight for Rohit Sharma, right, the way we stood there, it's about survival, getting through tonight. They've, they've had a great day in there. didn't want to spoil it. Tomorrow, slightly different. The sun will be shining. It's early morning. And once he comes into an attack, if Rohit Sharma's still in, whew, 
we're going to see some shots. The captain's huge for uh, Dunbest tomorrow. Not only in the field placing, but how he uses them. If he can clear his mind, and I'm speaking from experience, as somebody who bowled wicket-taking balls, but bowled a lot of rubbish in between. If he can clear his mind and concentrate on the, the good balls, and his captain gives him the right field positions in areas catching here, but in the deep, so he's not going at six and seven and over, then he's got a chance to build some confidence. I hope his captain doesn't ignore himself. Because I don't think he should bowl Dom Best just for the sake of it. I think Joe Root's got an important bargain play. And finally, the last ball of the day, Jack Leach bowled it quicker and flatter. He bowled it, as you would call, direct into the pitch. And it beat, it didn't spin that much, but it beat Rohit Sharma. It surprised him. Should we see more of that, do you think? I think line's crucial for Leach. He's got to be bowling at middle stump, not middle and off stump. Because we've seen his margin for length is far less when he's that little bit more towards off stump than straighter. They're worried when he bowls straight. But as soon as he's off stump and outside, they knock him for the single into the they, offside. They play him beautifully. They let the ball come. Yep. They lean forward with the bent front leg and they let the ball run off the blade, don't they? They go with it. They've got great touch. His natural shape is sort of straight or out to out. So by out to out, I mean he, he shapes it out and spins it out. So he's got a ball straighter. Okay, thank you, chaps. Thanks to all our team. Another excellent day, in my view, certainly, of the coverage of the game. I know that England didn't bat as well as we'd have hoped that they would, but they're in the game. They need a good first session tomorrow. One, one gets tired of what is a bit of an old cliche in cricket, but the fact is that the, the first session tomorrow is, is, is very important. Um, we hope you've enjoyed it. Um, the, the, the long and the short of it is England 205, India in response 24 for one. So as we say goodbye, we'll do so by looking back. Axel Patel, well, what a start to his career. 18 wickets at under 10. Here is uh, Patel, bowled him, bowled him. He's through. Don Sibley's on his way. Crawley uses his feet once again. He's heaved this one straight down towards mid-off. And straight into the hands of Mohamed Siraj. Yeah, there's positive intent and there's also recklessness, and I think that is the latter. Mohamed Siraj, finally we start again after a long drink break. That's horribly close and that's out. Absolutely stone dead LBW. Joe Root trapped back. Ashwin down the wicket comes Stokes, and that's how to go downtown. And he's gone all the way for six over long off. Here is Mohamed Siraj continuing to Johnny Bairstow. Up goes the finger, he's hit him on the pad. 78 for four now here on TalkSport 2 England, in trouble. Here's uh, Mohamed Siraj to bowl to Ben Stokes, and Stokes is forward. Lovely straight drive. The very best of Ben Stokes. Here is Washington Sunder. Slog sweep once again from Ben Stokes. No problem with connecting with this one. All the way over wide long on for six. Reverse sweep, beautifully played, and he's played it beautifully to bring up his half century. That is uh, fabulous innings, the beginnings of an innings of great importance for uh, Ben Stokes and for England. Sundar in around oh. the wicket, takes Stokes on the pad. Stokes, his head goes down, he knows what's coming next. Mm, yeah. Nitin Menon's into the game, raising his finger for LBW. Lovely straight drive, glorious shot by Dan Lawrence. Ashwin in again, a little bit of width outside the off stump. Beautiful punch off the back foot. Dan Lawrence, oh my goodness me, he's timed that magnificently well. Down comes Pope wisely, and now, now wait a minute, we have a problem, England, that Pope knows he has a problem. Nicked it inside edge, oh, onto the pad, oh dear me, what great fielding, it's a massive, massive wicket that. One of the reasons folks play spin so well is he plays it so calmly. Oh, he has got out. <laughs> God.
Ben Folks has played forward and nicked it to slip. Akshar is going to bowl. Left arm around the wicket. Lawrence has come down the pitch and has missed it and he's stumped. Innings over for Lawrence. Akshar is in. Taking on the pad is best. Giving out LBW. Oh, full toss from Ashwin and it's slapped away through the offside for four. Declare. <laughs> declare England. You've got 200, 200 on the board. They're 203 for nine. Ashwin in again. Forward comes Jack Leach. Big appeal for the before wicket and he's given him. England have been bowled out after winning the toss and choosing to bat first for 205. Three slips in the gully for Anderson as he comes in. Bowls a good ball. That isn't so far away. Has it held his line enough? Yes. Oh, what a start for England. What a start for Anderson. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today.